love, what's up? Welcome to Confidently Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Jago, health and lifestyle coach and not-so-regal confidence queen, coming at you with the real, the raw, and of course, the uncomfortable. My mission is to show you that to be confident, it has absolutely nothing to do with being perfect or having it all together, and everything to do with you getting uncomfortable and pushing your limits. Thanks for joining me. Let's dive in. What is up? Welcome back, babes. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm going to be going into the top mistakes you're making when setting goals. Um, these mistakes, honestly, I've made almost all of them. So that is why I'm jumping into the mistakes that we make when we're setting goals, especially because with the last episode in episode 16, we talked about creating a vision for your year and I want to make sure to take this step further because maybe you did create that vision, maybe you did set some goals, but you might be falling into the same patterns that I used to when it came to setting goals for myself, and I want to help you fix it. So I'm going to be diving into the top mistakes you're making when setting goals. We'll see if any of these kind of stick up like a of like red flag for you, like, oh, that might be me, I might be doing that. And don't worry, I'm not just going to call you out or call myself out where I used to be. I'm going to help you fix it. We're going to talk about the shifts we need to make, and I'll even dive deeper with that further. So let's jump right in. The first one I want to talk about is we are so quick to jump on the bandwagon of like, I need to change. I want to do this. I want to make these changes. But when we have an idea of what we want, we don't necessarily create simple, tangible action steps behind it. So I think the biggest mistake a lot of times we make is we have these big lofty goals for our lives, which I want you to make your big, your big scary goals. I want you to have big dreams. I don't want you to lower your standards, but I do want you to rise up to those standards. And that's going to involve taking action and having those small steps along the way. A lot of times we will just set the goals and then not have any action behind it. If you have not yet listened to episode 16, definitely go back and learn about what that means with setting up a vision board and what those action steps should look like. But just short story, like simple right here, it needs to be something you can implement now. So it's okay to have some goals down the road when you hit certain landmarks with other goals along the way, But you got to start small and celebrate those small wins along the way as well, whether that means signing up for that gym membership or making that call to that friend that you were trying to reconnect with or putting yourself out there and starting the podcast or starting the business or starting the fitness program, whatever that is. Like, don't just say you want to get healthier. Don't just say you want to eat better or do better or whatever it is do it. Find some things and actually do it. A lot of times we just don't put the action behind it because it's scary. We don't know where to start, but the truth is, and I know it's oversaid, but you just got to start. And the and if you take a step and maybe it doesn't feel like the right step, guess what? You learn from that and that's still growth within you. So don't think that, oh, what if I make the wrong choice or take the wrong step with my goals? You're not going to make the wrong choice. You are exactly where you're supposed to go. You're going to learn the lessons you need to learn along the way. So Stop just putting yourself out there and saying, I want this and start doing it. Because when we say I want, that's just saying that we lack it. You need to say like, I will do this. Don't say I want to do this in 2020. Say I will do this. Even if it seems scary to say it and speak like that, you got to put yourself on the line because that is where you're going to learn to show up for yourself and really make these changes. Now to the counterpart of this, a lot of times what we do when we are, let's say we figure out what those action steps are. And we know what we want to do and we try and Google it to death. We try and like overanalyze every single 
document that's ever been writing about that's ever been written about it um we will think about all the situations and what are our different options and we get like information overload right and a lot of clients will come to me with this with we'll start with just um fitness changes so let's say they want to change their diet and one of your goals was to get healthy this year um they get bombarded with all the advertising of what cleanse they need to do they get bombarded with how they should be eating whether it's keto or um, any other crazy like diet or extreme <laughs> restriction. And that just leads to overwhelm, frustration, and then lack of action, to be very honest. So if you Google things to death, <laughs> then that is one of the mistakes you're making. Like right now, let's say it's the second week in January when I'm recording this or when it's going to be launched. And guess what? Like you're still not taking action. And it's because that information overload. It's because of the overwhelm of not knowing where to start. And instead of trying to Google it, I recommend finding someone who is where you want to be and asking them for help. Whatever your goals are, that's really the way to go. Whether that means hiring a mentor or having a coach that, that has your goals in mind and truly wants to help you for the right reasons, that is who you need to reach out to. Um, It can help to have a friend. If you have a friend that's kind of where you want to be, talk to them about it. Find out where they've been because truly if they've been there before, they're going to want to help you. I mean, that is like my ideal client is someone that has been where I've been. Like I can relate to that, that struggle they've been when they weren't comfortable in their skin, the struggle of not knowing where to start with your food and your exercise and everything. And, and, having someone that's that's a few steps ahead of you to help guide you makes such a difference because otherwise you're going to get googled to death you're going to have way too much information overload and it's going to get overwhelming frustrated and i don't want you to quit so that's a big mistake that happens a lot of times let's not make it happen this year for you so that's one of the mistakes let's go on to the next one Ooh, this next one still digs deep for me because i still struggle with it personally so this one is not going all in so It is very easy to talk about the things we want, the changes we need in our lives, how we want our lives to look versus how they do look, how we want to live versus how we do live. And the fact of the matter is we just dip our toe in, but we don't go all the way into what our dreams are, to what the life that you want to live and how you should be living it. And this hesitation and this holding yourself back is not doing you any favors. It is a big mistake that we make because the truth is we're afraid of failing, right? There's that fear of like, well, what if I fail? And like, if I go all in with this, like this new lifestyle, like what if it doesn't work out the way I want it to? Like if I, if I stop doing all this craziness for other people and start focusing on myself, like what if I'm wrong? What if it's the wrong step? And we just get into this endless cycle of putting ourselves down of like all the reasons that it won't work. And that keeps us from going all in. And so I can tell you from personal experience it makes such a difference going all in with the life you want to live. It took me a really long time to hold back because I felt like if I fail, then I'm a loser, I've lost, whatever. But the truth is the second I went all in and was like, I am going to burn the sails, no turning back, like I'm here to stay. And I said it out loud. That sounds weird, but literally said out loud, like what my goals are, what I wanted my life to look like. It really made me show up for myself so much more in such a stronger way. And it was so powerful because I knew that like there was no looking back. I was going to do this and you can do it too. So if you feel like you're you're at a point where you're, you know you want to make some changes in your life, you know something's got to give, but you're holding yourself back from going all in with it, I'm going to tell you just do it. 
don't hold yourself back from the life you know you were created to live. And that mistake of not going all in goes right into the next one of we so quickly allow fear to control the narrative for our lives. So let me talk about that a little bit more. We are often driven by fear. Our decisions are made based on fear. It is so easy. We make a decision that involves a safety net. We make sure that we always have a backup plan. We make sure that well, we don't want to go we don't want to go too all in with this or we don't want to invest that much money or I don't want to invest too much time because what if I fail? Like what if I'm I'm not good enough and and all of the fear comes up and that fear is what will create our narrative for our lives, right? So it's crazy because we we don't do certain things out of fear of failing, but then because we don't do those things, we fail. So the fear wins either way, right? So there's really no need to have that fear because all it's doing is keeping you from acting in the way that you know you need to be. There is a part of you right now that feels like there's an, a step or an action in your life that you need to take that's going to help benefit you and your best self, and you are holding yourself back from doing it out of fear. And I want to tell you right now, that fear is not helping you. It's not protecting you. It is keeping you from where you truly, truly are supposed to be. So it's not about saying like, oh, I'm not afraid. Like, I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't exist. No, the fear is there, but call it out. Something that really helped me with, let's just say, money mindset. So I had a fear of around... um investing in myself. I always felt guilty. I grew up where money was not always pre- prevalent in our lives. Like we were definitely more of a paycheck to paycheck type family. And that really seeped into my life in, as an adult, as a young adult, to where I was afraid of losing it all. Even when I was making really good money, even while I'm making great money, still feeling like any second it could be taken all away. I'm going to lose everything. Like it's just going to stop. And that cycle of fear would keep me literally paralyzed to do anything, to take any more steps. And the truth is that fear is is just a narrative that I've created for my life, my entire life, because I've seen the way that money can impact things. But the truth is, you call out that fear and play it out all the way. Like, okay, if you have a fear like this, I'm just going to stick with the same example around money. If it's money, is something you're fearful of. If you're afraid of losing everything, what's that going to look like? Um, okay, let's say you lost your job. Like, okay, well, if that happens, what will you do? Is it the end of the world? Is it really the end of the world? Because what our fear tells us is like, if this happens, if I fail, it is the end of the world. There's no turning back. But the truth is, if if you fail, it is not the end of the world. And so I'll do a journal exercise where I'll literally, if I am in that fear, like spiraling where I'm like really, really stuck, I'll go and play out that fear and I'll write out like the worst possible situation. And then when it happens, I'm playing it out, I'm writing it out. Guess what? The world didn't end. My life was not over. I just had to keep moving on. And so by playing that fear out, it actually helped an exercise that helped release that fear, the hold that fear had on me, and really helped me to be able to take action. So if you're feeling really paralyzed by fear in your life right now, I recommend playing out that fear, writing through the situation and the scenario of like, well, if it did happen, what's the worst possible thing? And was it really the end of the world? 
And the answer is most always no. Even on the really the hardest things, like the the most terrible things, as hard as they are, you will get through them. So I don't want that to keep you from taking action. And it's very easy to allow that to happen. So that's a big one. And I hope that this is helping kind of have an exercise to go through next time you feel that fear holding you back. Okay. So this last one, I'm trying to keep it to where it's not too many, but this last, whew, this last mistake, it's very easy to get stuck in. So listen up. The mistake is thinking that hitting an obstacle in your life means you failed and you should quit. So I'm going to say that again. So often we think that hitting an obstacle or a speed bump in our life means I failed. I need to quit. And the mistake behind that is associating difficulty with failure and failure with not not progressing. And the truth is that failure does not mean that you're not progressing. Failure can actually make you stronger than ever and help you move forward. I'm going to use um, a simple example that a lot of my clients deal with is um, when they are starting their fitness journey and it comes with their food. And so if they have a work trip or a vacation and then basically they had been so good with tracking and eating healthy and preparing their food and felt so awesome and then this happened. They go to a work trip, they go on a vacation and then they think or they see it as shit hits the fan, right? They see it as like my tracking went out the window. I wasn't eating my regular routine food. I didn't feel as good. I was really struggling. But the truth is that doesn't mean you failed just because things didn't go perfectly as planned. And it definitely doesn't mean you should quit. The truth of the matter is when you hit an obstacle, you need to see it as a a way to grow and a, a way to learn. So taking back that very, the more simple example of the food is like, okay, well, what can I learn from this for the next time that I have a work trip or that I have an, a vacation come up? And the truth is like, what can you control? You might've realized like, wow, I don't have as much control over the situation, but what do you have control over? And taking back that control is going to help train you so that next time those things happen, you are ready. And so when obstacles happen in my clients' lives or even in my own lives, it's really about figuring out like, okay, like, what do I need to learn from this? I like, I'm not going to see it as failure. I'm going to see it as like, where can I grow? And when your mindset shifts to that, it is the most amazing, amazing growth factor in your life and in your progress and in becoming exactly where you want to be because it's making you unstoppable because those obstacles are not going to hold you back and they're only going to make you rise up even more. And it's so amazing when that clicks for my clients. It is one of the most exciting things for me because they're just they're pumped they're like yes this is awesome like yeah it didn't go as planned but I did this this and this really well and I still got closer to my goals and I wasn't stressed about it I felt really good and and that mindset win is what's going to help them progress forward and not quit and the truth is when you hit those obstacles and you don't quit that's what's making you stronger so it's not failure it is honestly furthering you along on your journey So those are like my top five mistakes that I see in my clients and I've even seen in my own life. And I don't want to just leave you there like, oh, well, there's the mistakes. Like, good luck. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry if you got them. Let's really dive into 
what can you do? What are some shifts that you can make? And so I'm going to start with my five biggest shifts that you can do now to start making your life exactly the way you want it and prepare you going forward with your goals. The first one is be laser focused. So what I mean by being focused is we get so distracted by what everyone else is doing and everyone else's progress and everyone else's timeline and and that is not helping you at all. It's just hurting you. And focus means like limiting distractions. So what are some things in your life that are truly just distractions that are not benefiting you? And it does not mean that you need to go become like an Amish monk. I don't know if that's a thing, an Amish monk and not have any TV and not have any like screen time and only read books and and don't talk to anyone. Like that does not mean, I mean, some people, hell, if that's your, if that's what you need, if you really need that laser focus to get the stuff done for what you really want, do it. There's nothing wrong with that. But there can be a balance between having that laser focus and it's just a matter of figuring out what are those priorities, what are some things you want to continue to have in your life, whether it's like a social, you want to continue to be social, you still want to do certain things, but you really need to figure out where can I limit those distractions. And the biggest thing I have my clients do is their morning time, limit the distractions of your screens and other people and emails and all of those distractions because that morning time is when your brain is the most susceptible to to what it needs. So if you're filling it with ads on Instagram and Facebook or other people are doing and and self-doubt and negativity from looking at the other things that people are doing, that's how you're going to feel for the rest of the day. It's going to impact you and your actions and your feelings towards everything. But if you start the day empowering yourself feeling grateful, um, not having any screens around you, just focused on like, what are my intentions for today? What does my highest self need? That kind of focus is going to make such a big difference in your day and then in your week and then in your month and then in your entire year. And then a decade from now, you're going to be like, wow, I'm unstoppable and it doesn't matter where everyone else is on their journey right now, this is where I am. Um, And I think that that's super powerful when you become focused. So really figure out right now your your exercise homework is to be like, what are like three distractions that I really need to limit? So it doesn't mean you have to completely eliminate. You can if you want, but what are some, some boundaries you need to set for yourself? Do you need to have screen time when you're shutting off and you're not doing any screen time? Do you need to make sure you're not grabbing your phone first thing? And then if you set those boundaries for yourself, how can you actually stick to them? And that might mean you need to literally get the distraction away from you. It might mean mean that you need to distance yourself from those distractions. Um, It could be people, it could be things, it could be whatever, but that's a big thing for you with focus. So that's the first step when it comes to how, if you are making that mistake of feeling like, you're scattered and you're you're not going all in like that can really help you feel more focused. The next thing, the next shift is all about your limiting beliefs. So it's really about learning to face your demons. And what I mean by that is what are some things that you are constantly telling yourself about yourself that are probably not true if we broke it down. So is it a label that you're giving yourself? Are you saying I'm lazy or I'm not motivated or I'm not good enough or I'm I'm um, not qualified or anything that we're telling ourselves or others could be telling us as well. But really think about those deep-seated feelings, narratives that we tell ourselves or we've told ourselves our whole lives that we need to face and we need to call them out 
So that's why I mean by those limiting beliefs, calling out your demons, like figure out what those things are and then ask yourself, is this really true? Is this really true? So if you think I am not good enough, like I'm not a good, I'm not a good friend or I'm not a good coworker or whatever, ask yourself, like, is this really true or is this just a lie that I'm believing? And when you really break it down, <laughs> most of the time it's not true. Could you be better at certain things? Yes. But that doesn't mean you're bad. That doesn't mean you are you are completely lacking. Like I do not want that belief about yourself to be what's controlling your actions or even inactions towards your highest self. So take some time and sit in those limiting beliefs and use it to help move you forward. It might seem hard to sit in that for a little bit, but remember that you're working through this. It's not going to happen overnight and that's okay. The next thing is go all in and hold yourself accountable. This is scary. This is like that feeling of like, okay, do I do I dip my toe in the water or do I like dive in head first? And a lot of times when we're thinkers and we're logical, we are like, I'm going to look around the entire area of this pool. I'm going to know everything that's going on before I dip it in. I'm going to check the temperature of the water and then I'll barely dip my toe in. I'll wait till I feel really good and then maybe I'll put my uh, my whole foot in. And it's such a, a different process because at that point, by going in in that slow nature, it's giving us reasons to doubt our actions. It's giving us reasons to to let those narratives come back up and those those fear like the the fear monsters get back in your head and tell yourself that you're not good enough and so because you didn't go all in you can be you can step that jerk that foot back real quick and be like yep see it didn't work like this was a bad idea and the truth of the matter is you didn't even give it a time or a chance to actually work out you didn't give yourself that space to actually succeed. We do this so much. We will go in and try something new. We'll try it for a couple of weeks. And when it doesn't work, we're like, well, that didn't work. And we go to another thing and we try it and it doesn't work. Well, that didn't work. And the truth of the matter is, it's not about what you're trying. It's the fact that you're not sticking to it. And the fact that it needs to be something that is true lifestyle change that you've gone all in with. And that means creating changes that go beyond just like what your meal plan is and trying to be strict with that. It goes beyond like what your exercises are. It goes into really being all in with the lifestyle that you need to live to reach your goals. So my challenge with that is to to go all in. And what I mean by holding yourself accountable is invest in yourself. And that doesn't just mean financially. Yes, you can hire a coach. You can hire um, a life coach. You can hire anyone. But I also mean the time. We so quickly want these changes to happen, but then we don't give it enough time. It will not happen overnight. It's not going to even happen in three months, most likely, whatever those changes you want. It's going to take time and action and consistency and by going all in, you're not looking back. You're not like, okay, like I'm going to give up if it doesn't work in a week. You keep continuing with it. And the other way to go all in is by telling other people, this is what I want for my life. This is what I'm doing. These are my goals. And so speak it out into the world. Speak it out into existence. There's so much power in actually speaking, like physically saying what you want for your life and what you're going to do for your life. Not even just like only your wants and desires, but what actions are you going to take? What will you do to make these changes? What is your life going to look like this year? 
And having someone that you've spoken about this with is just very powerful. And it's scary. Like you might be like, like your breath might have just gotten shorter. You might have gotten a little heart rate going up unless you're working out, then that's just normal. But if you're feeling that, it's okay. Like breathe. It's it's not supposed to be comfortable or easy, but going all in, once you're in, you're in, right? You're not going to be able to just dip your toe back out. And so there's so much power to that because you're going to have to start swimming right? You're going to have to start making those changes or you will sink. But because you went all in, you're going to make the movement a lot faster than if you didn't invest in yourself, than if you didn't take those actions, than if you didn't say it to someone and have some accountability with it. So figure out how you need to go all in with your goals. So look at what your goals are and be like, what would my life look like? What would that person be doing if they were all about this, if they truly wanted to make these changes? And then look at your current life and are you there? Are those the things you're doing? Is that how you're showing up for yourself? And whatever that disconnect is between the person you want to be and the person you are now, make those changes. That is where the action steps derive from. So it's really figuring out like, what can I implement now? before I feel ready. So something that's very powerful that I tell my girls is don't wait until you feel confident about this, about showing up for yourself. Don't be like, well, once I'm more confident, I'll do that. No. Act now until confidence shows the fuck up, right? Because it's not going to happen until you do. And so you need to show up for yourself before you feel super confident and comfortable. And then guess what? The more you show up for yourself and you prove to yourself that you are worth showing up for, that's where that confidence comes from. And she shows up and she comes ready to work and support you and lift you up even more. So that starts with going all in. And I know it's scary, but just do it. Just do it. Take the steps, implement now, and don't look back that's a big one for me. I feel good. Like I feel like alive right now, just thinking about it. Like every time I've ever done that, I've never regretted it. It was scary every time, like literally peed my pants. So scary. Like, oh my gosh, couldn't believe it. But every time I did it, I showed up for myself so much more. And I'm so thankful I did. Every investment I took, every challenge I rose up to, every goal that I had when I had to make those scary changes, I did it and it was such an amazing reward. So please, please, please go all in this year with your goals. Oh, feel good about that. And finally, we talked about this with the mistake of seeing obstacles as like failure. And the truth is you need to see obstacles as opportunities. So let's dive deeper into this. So the next time you have an obstacle come up, so you've you've made the decision with your goal, you know you want to make these changes and then boom, a, a party happens or you go out and drink more than you were planning or you overeat or you miss the gym workout, you press news, like something that you were like, oh man, like I didn't want to do that, but it happened anyways. Instead of saying, well, I failed, guess I'm like done now, like I'll just start next time. Instead of seeing those as that, think of yourself, okay, what is life trying to teach me? Like this obstacle is happening. I slept in, like, I did the wrong thing, like, whatever. Don't even see it as a wrong thing. Just say, like, what is the lesson I can learn from this? And the lesson might be, like, okay, well, I pressed snooze this morning. Maybe I need to go to sleep earlier and set a bedtime. Maybe I need to move my phone outside of my room so I can't press snooze and I have to get up. Maybe I need to be more prepared with my food 
Um, and that way I'm, I'm not missing meals. I'm not meal prepping. Maybe I need to be kinder to myself. So if you're in this negative mindset and something happens, maybe the lesson to be learned was that I need to learn how when things don't go perfectly, I can still love myself anyways. I can still see progress anyways, and I can still continue to to just develop into my best self without needing this like perfect plan. So I'm not about perfection. I want to prove to you that is so far from being perfect, like to get where you want to go. And so this starts with seeing obstacles as opportunities. Um, I know that might sound annoying or dumb and you might be like, well, you don't understand what I'm going through. And the truth is no, only you understand that. And that's okay but you can still see every obstacle as an opportunity and ask yourself, what is life trying to teach me? How can I learn and grow from this? And then even taking the step of thanking the universe for that obstacle coming up in your life. That's a hard one. That was a hard pill for me to struggle because so quickly I want to get mad at God. I want to get angry. I want to ask why. Like I have all the right intentions. I know I want good things for my life. I know I want to be a good person. Why is this still happening? And so instead of being in that why me mindset, shift yourself to that gratitude and thank you for this mindset. And the shift is insane because once you start thanking the universe for all of those things, even the not so great things, watch what happens. Watch the things that start to show up as opportunities in your life because you're able to handle those obstacles. You're getting stronger because of it. And every single time it happens and it wants to knock you down and you want to quit, showing up for yourself is going to make you stronger and it's going to make you better and it's going to help you in the long run with those goals. So instead of seeing it as like, oh, it's all messed up because of these obstacles, see it as like, oh, I'm going to get better because of these obstacles. Please, please, please allow that shift in your mindset to free you from the idea of the perfect year, the idea of the perfect program, the idea of the perfect you. Like it's not about finding perfection. It's about finding yourself. And if you struggle with any of these, when you're getting started with your goals, I highly recommend you take the time to shift it the way I just spoke about. And I will talk more about this if you want to hear more about it. Um, I think we get very stuck in a negative mindset and I'm all about learning how to shift towards an abundance mindset and realizing that everything you want in this world is out there. You just have to go out there and, and, and ask for it without apologizing. Stand up for yourself and make it happen. So I'm excited if you have made some some goals for yourself this year, like good for you. That's awesome. If you're just trying to continue with what you're already implementing in your life, that is great. But either way, I want you to do something this week that scares you, that might be a little uncomfortable and it's going to make you show up for yourself. Even though you maybe don't feel ready or confident enough, you're going to do it anyway. That is what confidently uncomfortable is all about. That's the the motto I live by with my life and the things that I do. And I want you to do the same. Um, if you felt like this was helpful for you and you think it would help someone else, I would love for you to share it to a friend. I would love for you to screenshot and give me some feedback on this. Tag me anytime you screenshot this podcast. And then I'm going to be making some guest speakers. I'm scheduling those for 2020. I'm scheduling um, topics for 2020. And I want to hear from you. I want to know what are some things that you're struggling with that you want more help with? Like what are some things you want support on? What are some topics you want me to go into? What are some things you've heard that you want to hear my opinion on or just the thoughts and the facts behind it? Um, Let me know. Email me. I have it 
after this, but I still want to remind you, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM at JacobFitLife, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to Confidently Uncomfortable. I love being able to connect with you here and honestly don't want it to end. So head over to my Facebook group, Body Confident Blueprint, and be sure to follow me on Insta at JagoFitLife. Also, if you're ready to get real confidently uncomfortable, go leave this podcast a five-star review and email me the review screenshot, support at JagoFit360.com for a chance to win a free 30-minute fitness audit and goal-setting session. I appreciate your support. See you next time.